Hey everyone, this is Matt from StarsAndCharacterNewsAs.com, and I'm going to do another quick intro to this episode. We're reaching into our archives to our exclusive releases of the past, and this one goes all the way back to 2013. It features Biggs Darklighter, who I'm sure you already know who that is. If you don't, you're going to find out here shortly. This is, again, like I said, from 2013. This was the convention promo giveaway episode we had given away on physical CDs back when you could actually play a CD. That is how long we've been doing this series. also wanted to take a moment to let everyone know we're going to be getting together and recording this weekend. In fact, it's probably about 24 hours from when you can first access this episode on our general feed. We've got a lot of episodes planned. We don't know exactly how many we're going to do. We're going to do basically as many as the time we have slated allows and then get those shared during all this as well as just an- another thing we can add to all the things we're doing to help give just a little bit of a distraction to what's going on in the world right now. And if you're not familiar with the rest of the work we do at newsas.com, we've put out a lot of other releases on a lot of other shows All of them are going to feature at least one voice you probably recognize from this series alone. We're not just stars and character. We have a ton of other series as well. So there's another chunk of content out there available from us, from some familiar voices that might help pass the time, get your mind off things. You can find all that at neozaz.com. And I think that is all I have to say in this particular introduction. So let's get on with the show. This is Star Wars in Character the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to this special 2013 convention exclusive of Star Wars in Character featuring Biggs Darklighter. Mmm. <laughs> Biggs. Biggs. Why did we pick Biggs? Because he's big and it's darkness light. It's darkness light. That's a wonderful mustache that man has. <laughs> the porn, porn stash. Yes. It was the 70s after all. <laughs> Well, Biggs Darklighter appears in episode four, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. It's stash and all. Now, Harry s- Reigns. <laughs> I got some cool names here, and I might admit this, that some of these might have been used in the past. Okay. But they go great with this episode. Okay. okay. So, some people may be listening to us for the very first time on this free disc that they picked up at a convention, and we appreciate you stopping by and picking that up. Yes. And this is pretty much what our show goes like you can download it on itunes and it's similar to this every week and chris gives names i, I do sometimes they're good <laughs> sometimes not so much and, often they're bad and to our current <laughs> listeners who stop by to see us and pick up this disc sorry these are repeat names yeah <laughs> i think they are I, one of them is well let's go ready my name is beggars canyon chris okay and like matt says and I say, CNC works for me. Baker's <laughs> Canyon, Chris. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. You used to only limit that to when the last letter matched the first letter of the name. Now you're just picking any letter randomly that's in the in the word. I am. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll say, like, you'll say like alphabet Chris. Why alphabet Chris? Because alphabet has every letter in it. 
with the match, this is this is up there. I might have used it. I, I, this is up there with the um, mad mat, mat, mad ass. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Ready? I'm also joined by the by Wap mats. No, that's Wap. a new one. I like that. <laughs> that new? That's new. Wap mats. And I have to say, I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little dis- not disappointed in, in the name. Disappointed in I had a theory um, of what my name was going to be. But I'll, I'll wait to hear I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, okay. To my right, Dave C. Dave C. Oh, instead of the Dune C. The Dune C. Oh. Oh. I thought it was like Dave with the letter C. No, S-E-A, water, liquid. Okay. <laughs> Is that good? They're pretty good. This one, I, I'm almost positive, Tim, I already used it, but it, it fits the story well. Yeah. Tim 16 Skyhoppers. No, <laughs> okay. You did, but it you was. That. I'll defend it because you said, no, I, I, I believe you said Skyhopper, T16 Skyhopper Tim. So, in a sense, oh, it's, different. it's different. I reuse them a lot. I try to change them up a little bit. These names kick ass. <laughs> All right. I suppose. <laughs> if you say well, so. No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Chris. Yeah. Do you, have, you happen to have your phone with you on you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wrote down because for a bit, but the bit fell flat because you didn't use what I thought you were going to. I wrote down ahead of time what I thought my name was going to be. I'll text it to you real quick here. Okay. Let's see. Here, here it comes. Uh, <laughs> I see it, and I think it says Mustache Man. It does. Yes. <laughs> that, what, that, that was pretty good. That's what Matt thought his nickname was going to yes, be. I thought it was. Yes. I wrote it down ahead of time thinking that <laughs> I was sure that's what it was going to be. There should be bonus level points if you can guess your names. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Stash. Matt. Oh. <laughs> Write that down, Matt, for later. <laughs> Who's Stash? The Star Wars character. Mustachio. Lots of people, like Tim said, it was the 70s. Right. <laughs> well, Dave C. Yeah. Gave us some facts about Biggs Darklighter, please. Biggs Darklighter. All right. Everybody knows Biggs Darklighter. He is the crack pilot of a T-65 X-Wing Starfighter and Luke Skywalker's best friend. Best friend. Best friend. People let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> His name is Big get... Darklighter and he's got a mustache. <laughs> ba-dum, ba-dum. Uh, Biggs, you know, Red 3 from the from the Battle of Yavin, everybody knows Biggs, but his story is not contained in just that battle, as we're going to find out in case you didn't know as we go through this. But I want to talk about the name first. Yes. What are your thoughts about his name? You pro-Darklighter or anti-Darklighter as a name? I always felt like this is like like Skywalker. They're trying to, It's a cool, kind of cool name. They're trying to get another name almost like it. Mm-hmm. And Darklighter is, is not that good, I don't think. Okay. That, that's my opinion. What do you get? Skywalker is a better name, but I, I understand where they're going for the he's trying to go for the the fanciful, you know, mythological name that, that that makes you think of knights and princesses and things of that sort. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I find it confusing because at first I get angry. I'm like, Dark, oh, he's a bad guy, and I said lighter. Oh, he's a good guy. <laughs> Every time Matt reached the name, he was like, what? It's, oh. it's like Biggs Dark Lighter. That wasn't me taking a shit in the middle of his name. <laughs> That's a fast shit. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> a lot of fiber. Oh. Dark fiber. <laughs> well, after it goes through. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
you're, you're making a great impression of people that are thanks, yeah. thanks for stopping by yeah we do a lot of crap jokes on this here show why is everyone southern with you why are you southern again <laughs> yes what the hell because i'm in nashville i can i can i'm one of them now <laughs> all right well on our show we we do a lot of discussions about their backstory and sometimes we get into arguments on whether or not it's a good one or a bad one. His backstory is very vast and a lot of it's from the extended universe. And in this case, they have done a great job with his backstory. The EU has come through. Now I've always been enamored with Biggs because of, and I think Tim talks about this a lot because of the star Wars storybook Mm -hmm. and the major deleted scene, which the, far dwarfs his actual screen time in the in the theatrical cut it's a long scene he's a lot of scenes on Tatooine, and in the star wars storybook it's in there even though i remember the scene and he's standing there in his cape and his wednesday he looks like a swashbuckler and he's talking to luke and i remember reading this as a child but it's not in the movie and it's confusing this may well be the single conversation I've had with every Star Wars fan is that have you ever seen you ever see that picture in the in the storybook? I, I think I've literally had this conversation that we're having right now <laughs> with every Star Wars fan in over the past thirty years. Hmm. Can I play that scene for you, Dave? Yeah, and wait? and then I'm going to ask you guys whether or not you thought it was a, the the cutting of that scene was a a good cut or a bad cut. But yeah, it's 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 a pretty amazing scene if you haven't seen it. And it's on the Blu-ray. Yeah, it, this has been always a, a a big thing for Star Wars fans to to be able to finally see this once. Mm-hmm. Well, I was so close, I thought I was going to fry my instruments. As it was, I busted up the Skyhopper pretty bad. Dr. Owen, <laughs> furious. He wound up grounding me for the rest of the season. You should have been there. It was fantastic. You ought to take it a little easy, Luke. <laughs> you may be the hottest bush pilot this side of Moss Eisley, but... Uh... Those little skyhoppers are dangerous. <laughs> Keep it up. One day, whammo. You're going to end up a dark spot on the downside of a canyon wall. Look who's talking. You've been hanging around the Starfleet so long, you've been sounding like my uncle. You know, you're getting a little soft in the city. <laughs> I've missed you, kid. Yeah, well, things haven't been the same without you, Biggs. It's been so quiet. <laughs> I didn't come back just to say goodbye. I shouldn't tell you this, but you're the only one I can trust. See, I may never come back, and I just want someone to know. What are you talking about? I made some friends at the academy. When our frigate leaves for one of the central systems, we're going to jump ship and join the Alliance. The Rebellion? Quiet down. You got a mouth bigger than a meteor. I'm quiet, I'm quiet. Listen to how quiet I am. You can barely hear me. My friend has a friend on Bestine who might help us make contact. You're crazy. You could wander around forever trying to find them. I know it's a long shot, but if I don't find them, I'll do what I can on my own. It's what we always talked about, Luke. I'm not going to wait around for the Empire to draft me into service. The rebellion is spreading, and I want to be on the side I believe in. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm stuck here. You'll get your chance to get off this rock. You're going to the academy next term, aren't you? Not likely. I had to cancel my application. What for? My uncle needs me. Oh. No, I'm serious. The sand people have been getting really crazy. They've even raided the outskirts of Anchorhead. Come on, Luke. Your uncle could hold off a whole colony of sand people with one blaster. I know. But we've got almost enough evaporators to make the place pay off. I have to stay one more season. I can't leave him now. 
What good's all your uncle's work if the Empire takes it over? You know they've already started to nationalize commerce and the central systems? It won't be long before your uncle's just a tenant, slaving for the greater glory of the Empire. No, that's not going to happen here. You said yourself the Empire won't even mess with this old rock. Things can change. I wish I was going. Are you going to be around long? No. Leaving in the morning. I guess I won't see you. Maybe someday. I'll keep a lookout. Yeah. I'll be at the Academy next season, and then who knows? I won't be drafted into the Imperial Starfleet, that's for sure. Well, take it easy, buddy. You'll always be the best friend I've ever had. So long, Luke. Powerful. It is powerful. It's like listening to a radio drama now without the audio. I'm like, Jesus Christ, they're talking a lot in this. (laughs) And they're close, and they're patting. Biggs pats Luke's ass. No. Yes, he does. He pats his ass. Yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. Has that been the same? <laughs> yes. Pat it right now. Yes, he does. Biggs, is, he's called Biggs for a reason. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's his first name. They're best friends. That's <laughs> 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 good. That's good, man. They're, <laughs> they're best friends. Yeah. What do you mean? They're 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 really touchy feely. Luke looks so like down and sad. And Biggs is like right up in there next to him. Swinging seventies. <laughs> I, I swear, like these people are going to kiss him. Hamilton kiss wasn't, it wasn't wrong for Bowie and Jagger. Why is it wrong for Biggs and Skywalker? That's right. Hamill does a nice job in that scene. What do you mean it wasn't wrong for Bowie and Jagger? <laughs> in their in their own minds. Oh, you know, who's to say? <laughs> So do you think this was a good cut to to cut this out? You know what? Now hearing it, yes. Watching it, I thought it was awesome. But hearing it, I'm like, Jesus Christ. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was way bad ending. But I, I, it would have been cool to see more of, of Biggs. The, get it. the worst part and, was that little whispering joke Luke did in the yeah, middle. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like Biggs was like trying to like sort of deflect away from the whispering because he, he got real loud. I was like, maybe I will go and find something. <laughs> You've got the mouth the size of a meteor, which is lucky <laughs> because my name is Biggs. That's stupid. That's a stupid joke. Thank yeah. you, Tim. <laughs> and there's a there's and there's actually a lot more to that. There's just that scene, but there's that whole scene with the friends and they all go out to I, look at the I spaceship that, exploding. I have that. It's not as long. We can listen to that later because I'm yeah. going to get to that point. Seriously, too. if they just want to listen to the movie, they can buy it from another table. <laughs> <laughs> because it is a good. I mean, the, a lot of this exposition that goes on in that scene, you get in probably the scene with Uncle Owen and Luke. Like yeah. to have both of them is kind of unnecessary. This is like this is the this is a good example of the opposite of show don't tell. Right. It's like, wow, you're not giving me anything to figure out. You're telling it all to me right here. Yeah. The funniest thing he says is when he's talking about about how the sand people are starting to encroach on the land. And he says that he's like, Oh, come on, your uncle could hold off a whole colony of sand With people. With one blaster? Yeah, what what? <laughs> what what? Do you see that guy holding anybody off? Oh that guy <laughs> bring, bring didn't, a man. didn't do a very good job when they took Shmi about two decades ago. Yeah. <laughs> he's he learned a lot. He learned a lot since then. I don't see him doing a damn thing. But let's get into Biggs. What? Literally. <laughs> Biggs Darklighter was born on Tatooine to Huff Darklighter. Darklighter. <laughs> Huff Them. the Magic Darklighter. And they were rich. They lived Biggs grew up with a life of privilege, 
Huff Darklayer was also a moisture farmer. And what he would do, and I don't know if this is like a, him being a shrewd businessman or kind of being a swindler, he would buy the moisture from a bunch of other farms. When he used what he needed, he would take the rest of the moisture that was left and he would like charge people for it and make money off of moisture that he never even farmed himself. So it's kind of like he was like gouging people a little bit, Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason, it made him rich and Biggs grew up a rich kid. Now, he used to hang out with his friend Luke and their other friends, Tank, <laughs> Fixer, Cammy, Geek, and Wendy. Isn't Tank from old school? <laughs> <laughs> Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Yeah. At uh, Tashi Station, which was a power distribution center. I, this kind of, I, I picture this like as like the beginning of Friends. You know, like them all hanging out, like <laughs> dancing and dancing in a pool with umbrellas. They all and, clap. Yeah, like or their Central Park, or I mean, Tasha <laughs> Station was like Central Park. It it if you have this other scene. I do. Hopefully, it's not as long. It's only fifty five seconds. That's pretty long. That's long. <laughs> the other Especially one was there's as much fucking talking as there was in the last scene. <laughs> Here we go. Do you want to hear the the friend scene? If we bust. Hey! Hey! hey. I never expected you to be out working. <laughs> well, the academy didn't change you, but oh, I almost forgot that there's a battle going on right here in our system. Not again! Come Forget on. it. Well, what's all the noise you about? Can you come back down here and play the game? I think Wormy's caught too much sun. There they are. Let me see. That's no battle, hotshot. They're just sitting there. Probably a freighter tanker refueling. But there was a lot of firing earlier. Hey! I tell you, Luke, the rebellion's a long way from here. This planet, big hunk of nothing. I doubt if the Emperor would even fight to save the system. Hey, you watch it. Don't worry about it for me. Why is Luke doing an impersonation of the Fonz? Why? Hey! hey. <laughs> I, I think I'd love this scene now. It's like, hey, Biggs. Oh, I almost forgot. There's a battle over our heads. And we're about to have burning hot shrapnel rain down on us. <laughs> Why is he so? He's always so excited. Biggs! Every time you see excited too, he spends 364 days of the year just hanging out with your, your crusty aunt and uh, uncle. And tank and windy. <laughs> although although uh cammy is uh Stu, yeah goose stark done went insane then so i'm imagining the character probably followed suit <laughs> he's happy to see his friend it's his best friend but just like that i don't see you and go Dave! yes you well, do i have that on videotape <laughs> <laughs> well they've they've been away because and and they have been friends their whole life and their friendship was really based on uh competition and you kind of see it there. They kind of hang out like dudes do, and they take the piss out of each other, and they and they tease each other, that kind of stuff. Their whole life has been competition, racing land speeders through the streets of Anchorhead, uh, T-16 Skyhoppers through Beggar's Canyon, the Junlin Waste, you know, tagging Womp Rats. Like, they just have all their lives been constantly in competition with each other, but friendly competition. And because of that, they both became... Amazing pilots. Tagging Womp Rats would have been cool if that's what the barfly chicks at Mos Eisley were called, but I know that's not true. <laughs> is this, is this like the same thing as the Spur Posse back in the 90s? <laughs> What's that? 
Yeah, from mine. Look it up on the internet. Whoa. (laughs) The Spur Posse, everyone. A a special moment from Tim. Is that one or two S's? S and S, it works for me. They did. They, it was constantly one-upsmanship. The, there was a structure known as the stone needle. Needle. It was a big span of rock, and they used to compete with each other. And it was like this this very small space that you had to thread this stone needle. And Biggs was the guy to be able to do that. It made him like it made him like a legend in Tatooine. He they they would come up with this stuff with this guy Fixer. They they created sand surfing. Yep, oh, another surfing beat. <laughs> <laughs> Where they would put repulsor discs on their feet and drag each other w- with the land speeder. It's that, like, fun, that sounds like that butt snow sliding thing that Alec Baldwin used to talk about on David Letterman. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't know that? No. no. I don't even know how to describe I'd have to find it. God, that's another internet lookup thing. But he used to tell this story about him and his brother used to hang on the back of strange cars where they grew up and butt slide all over during a, after a snowstorm. Oh, I've done. So so far we have spur posse and butt sliding <laughs> for for your your home uh, your home entertainment. Watch out trying to find butt sliding on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't look that up on the internet. No. Well, these guys that's that's basically what they did. There wasn't a whole lot to do on Tatooine, so they would challenge each other to do things like this, and they didn't know it. It's almost like a Karate Kid Miyagi thing going on here. But as they were doing that, they were b- becoming experts. What does Tag and Womp Rats mean? You think like killing them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would think so, because he says that to the fake wedge. Then Luke does, or later when they're at the briefing for yeah. the Death Star. Yeah. Um, the Bullseye Womp Rats back home. Yeah. So they Why is had, he Southern? They- <laughs> was he southern there? I don't know. I just wanted so, to say that. They had kind of a an interesting and to me a cool friendship. Like there's a lot of great stories about all this kind of stuff that they used to compete with each other just even on building things. Like they would build their their T16 Skyhoppers and and Biggs built his from scratch with Luke's help, but they they were able to do this kind of stuff making them really Amazing, amazing pilots, which would later pay off in the long run. There was some- he seems, yeah, it, it worked out well for him. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a lot older than Luke. Like he, he, he seems like he's like ten years older. He really does, and that's why he's a little bit creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I would think of him more as like an uncle than a best friend. He does. He does seem older. He's uh, he's supposed to be about twenty four. He's, he's Luke older than that. Yeah, how old is supposed to be like what, eighteen or nineteen or something like that? Yeah, so yeah, five years. Okay, I can, I can, I can get behind that a little bit. They only let Biggs hang out because he could buy them beer most likely. <laughs> he had the mustache. He looks older. He could buy him Jawa juice. He would never shut the fuck up about the rebellion and shit. Otherwise, <laughs> he had some heartbreak as a a woman. His his it's almost like his high school sweetheart named Candy. Ooh. Reading there, right? Sweet yeah. candy with two eyes was captured by Tuscan Raiders, and uh, Biggs got into a rescue party, and she was killed. Oh, this well, I thought you could hold off a whole tribe of them with just one blaster. What happened there, Biggs? <laughs> Why? What exactly are these Tuscan Raiders doing with these women that they kidnap? They take candy. They took Shmi. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Damn good question, Tim. <laughs> Search, search the internet on that one, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the, uh, like what what value do they have if they're not? And they always and they always carry around big gaffy sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Biggs was so <laughs> that was a great heart- laugh. <laughs> that was a good laugh, Tim. <laughs> Biggs was so heartbroken by the the death of his girlfriend that he carried a hologram of her for the rest of his life. I would too. Well, that's kind of sweet. Do you think he? Do you think when he's alone at night and he looks around and there's no one around, he turns that thing on and you know. What, the hologram? Yeah. That's not in my notes. Look it up, would you? Yeah, that's another thing to look up. <laughs> Spur posse, butt sliding, hologram masturbation. <laughs> I'm keeping track. As the show don't tell, Tim. <laughs> as, as mentioned in the uh, scene, it was always always there, Luke's and Biggs's dream to attend the Imperial Academy together. Father, because he had connections and he was wealthy, arranged it and arranged his son son's commission. And Tank also went with Biggs. Now, that does not jive with this deleted scene because Tank is one of the guys in there, right? Right. He he was reminding me of like the the Han Solo ish of that group. I don't know why. Just how he was. He was with the girl, I guess. No, that's that's Fixer. Okay. Well, then it does fit because this guy Tank went to the went to the academy with him. So I guess that's why he's not in that scene. You're saying he's not in that scene, Tim? I don't believe so. And and if you're, I'm I'm here on Wikipedia and I clicked on Tank and everything is like comic art, whereas uh, the other one actually has a photograph for him. Okay. Well, he went to the academy then, and when Biggs would come back, you know that things like this would happen, like the deleted scene. These guys were like brothers. And and after hearing this and, and these deleted scenes, to me it makes Luke's reaction to Biggs's death all the more confusing at the end. Yeah. Cause do you did you get the sense of of seeing this, forgetting the deleted scenes that Luke was all that broken up about Biggs dying? He took a two second moment of silence. Yeah. Yeah. After but, the after all the Biggs <laughs> He didn't even he didn't even care. Biggs. Well, I mean, you're in the heat of battle. You, you kind of have to push your emotions aside. I think, I think if everybody on Normandy stopped and and shed a tear for the guy that fell beside them, I think everyone would have been taken out by the Germans. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a way to explain it. He was in he was in a zone. Yeah, there's also denial, like yeah, like deniability shock where he rationalized in his head that he you know just his radio got shot out and he didn't know he was dead yet and he just kind of pushed it out of his head and moved on. Maybe he ejected. <laughs> yeah, with no fucking face mask or anything, and he just suffocated. <laughs> Eject! I can't hold it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, he goes to the Academy, and like has happened with everyone that seems to go to the Academy, they saw the Empire for what it really was, and he becomes disenfranchised with it. These guys are all assholes! <laughs> We did a whole episode on the stormtroopers, and this reminds me of the Davin Felth story. He gets there, and it's just like it's screwed up. And he's a he's a virtuous guy, and he decides then it's rebellion time for me, and I'm going to do what I can to get out of here. So he was stationed on a ship called the Rand Ecliptic, and he made a new friend named Derek Clivian. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I was hoping when they uh, played that clip and he said he had a friend on uh, Bestine that it was going to be Jack Porkins. 
Because oh. I remember from the Jack Porkins episode, he's from Best Teen 4. Oh. I, I just listened mm-hmm. to that not that long ago. That would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been, yep. Well, this Clivian, you know, they made contact with the Rebel Alliance. They were on a trip to this Best Teen 4, and that's when they really decided it was time for them to get out. They had a lot of secret meetings. Um, they were almost captured at one point. There was a lot of dirty dealings going back and forth. There were other people involved in the Empire that were protecting them. One of them was the niece of Tarkin. Ooh. Uh, her name was Rivoche Tarkin. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh I like that name. Nice name. <laughs> you like the name? What's she wearing? Well, I don't know, Chris. She had a hair lip. Ow. <laughs> but there's a very long, complicated story uh, with Dark Lighter and this Clivian serving on this Rand Ecliptic, and there's a lot of dealings back and forth with rebel spies. Um, I'm sure this is a big deal in the EU, and it actually was somewhat inter- interesting, but the bottom line is he gets out and starts to serve in the rebellion. Um, this Clivian got out with him, but once they get into the rebellion, they split them up. When you say her name, I don't hear hear that. What? That's not a woman, Clivian. Oh, Who's God. Uh, I thought you were... Uh, never mind. Derek Clivian? Okay. What are you thinking? Who was his... What was um, Tarkin's niece name again? Rivoche. Okay, never mind. Or Rivoche. I like Rivoche. <laughs> it Rivoche. sounds better. <laughs> now, Sabotage. I have, a, I have a question here. It seems like a lot is happening here with uh, the with Biggs. After he leaves Tatooine, mm-hmm. exactly how much? T- and th- and this is this is one of those those questions that probably shouldn't be asked. Exactly how much time is it between the time that Luke meets Han Solo and the time that the movie ends? That Star Wars ends. How much time has gone by? Because it seems like Biggs has just left. And is all this stuff happening in between the time that? Biggs and, and Luke say goodbye and and Luke meets Biggs before the battle. It's like nine days, it looks like, you know? It doesn't even look that long. You mean if the deleted scene is is it reinserted? If we, if we take the deleted scene as canon, mm-hmm. how much time is it between the, to- the time between he says, bye-bye, Luke, and then they're at, then they're there on Yavin. He's like, oh, Biggs! Like, it seems like a lot. It seems like like a year's worth of stuff has happened in between those two, those two those two events. Well, it's interesting you say that because there's and and they, this may have been written into the EU to explain some of that stuff. It mm-hmm. seems like the idea is that Biggs was already a part of the rebellion when he was talking to Luke, and he lied to him. Okay. Um, it. I think that lie was come up was was brought about to make this whole timeline work out. So your questions are are good ones because I think lots of people had these same questions. He lies to him. Um, he doesn't want Luke to have the full details of the rebellion to kind of protect him mm-hmm. um, because, like you said, he kind of seems like maybe like a big brother to Luke. So he feels like he has to protect him. He tells okay. him that he's going to jump ship and join him, but the the way this story works out, he's already a part of the rebellion at that point. Mm, that's his okay. best friend. Why are you lying to your best friend for? Because he wants to protect him. He doesn't want him to 
maybe end up like some of these people that he's seen. I mean, he's seen people die trying to become part of the rebellion. And he probably doesn't want to see his friend have to go through that. He's giving him he's giving him only what he needs to know. He doesn't necessarily need to know all the specific details. He just needs to know the big picture. Right. The big picture. Get it? The bigs picture. (laughs) Starting to understand why the scene was good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it makes things a little more confusing other than it being long and you get the information in another way. It does kind of mess things up. People had to go back and retcon all this stuff because mm-hmm. the timeline doesn't necessarily work out. But back in the EU, he get he becomes part of the rebellion, and his first mission he flies with Wedge. So it's cool that these guys That's they, cool. they immediately put these guys, these iconic characters that we all love, together right away. Now, Matt, have you read some of these Rogue Squadron stuff? Is he mm-hmm. in that at all? Who Biggs? Yeah. No, nah, this is post Jedi. Okay, because I was this this story ends up working out kind of like the Porkins stuff did when we did our Porkins episode. Even though he dies, he's always thought of as a as an honorary member of Rope Squadron. I'm sure he's talked about or mentioned. I just can't think of any specifics off the top of my head. There's so many uh, iconic or memorable characters mentioned in so many books. I'm sure it's a pretty safe bet that he comes up several times in that whole series. Okay. Yeah, because that's kind of where this all is heading. He's 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 a hero. Why why does it bother us in the other episodes when we say yeah, so and so came across so and so? Oh, that's stupid. But right now we're like yeah, Biggs and Wedge together. Yeah, that's because it's not Chewbacca or Yoda. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 on the same team, and we see them all on the same team in the movie. So they they had to come together at some point. But putting you know Wicked and uh, salacious crumb in the same room ahead of return of the jedi is kind of wacky i always got the impression and still do watching star wars that all the pilots we see are all the pilots the rebellion has i mean they might have foot soldiers they might have tactical people they might have spies but i always thought that they threw every available pilot into the uh, attack against the death star because it was so important and, and since there is, when you think about it from that respect, so few of them, it's very easy to buy that they've immediately worked together since day one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we end up not liking that stuff because it seems forced. This right. this is pretty natural. They're both pilots. They would they would know each other. Right. Right. Biggs actually, this this part I thought was good. This must be a big part of a book because he actually almost died before any of this stuff happened Ooh. at the end of Star Wars. He, he and Wedge flew this mission. It was uh, to protect an imper- or to protect a convoy against an, an attack, and he shot down five Tie Fighters. And he actually for that he earned the rank Starfighter Ace, <laughs> which sounds funny, but it's it does. Cool. So he shot down five. There was another guy involved in the battle, another pilot named Emil Karsk. And the only reason I bring this up is because this guy claimed that the third kill of Biggs is this guy, Karsk, actually was claiming it. He said, no, that was mine. That's mine, mine. What a dick. Mine, mine. Yeah, so that that, that happened and Biggs was like, okay, you know, like he he, he didn't fight the guy over. He was like, go ahead and take it. Right. And because of that, for the rest of his short career at that point with the Rebellion, every time something happened in fives. (laughs) Yeah. 
it sounds kind of weird at first, but yeah. you, you got to go with this. Every time something happened in fives, he would give this guy Karsk the third thing. Okay. Okay. So Biggs is, uh, it was like a running joke with this guy, this Karsk guy. Biggs had a, a mission that he was going to run. And the mission was even going to involve some downtime. He was going to get like some leave. And that mission was to go to Alderaan. And because it was his third mission, he gave I'm it. I'm seeing where this is going here. He gave it to this guy, Karsk. And that was his last mission. <laughs> and he went to Alderaan and it blew up. <laughs> Did Biggs feel a little bit bad about this? It doesn't say if he felt bad. <laughs> I mean, Karsk sounds like a dick, but. It, it was like a running joke, and and it ended up backfiring on this other knock, guy. Knock knock, who's there? Not you. He died on Alderaan, and wow. it really should have been Biggs. That's I like that a little bit. That's funny. It is funny. Well, maybe this is like Final Destination, and he hasn't really escaped death. Yeah. Death is still coming for him. Where's Tony Todd at? Yeah. <laughs> Final Destination, Episode Four, A New Hope. Oh God. In three D. In IMAX. After that, you get into the actual stuff that's in a no hope. You have Luke and Biggs' short reunion. Oh, you have that too? I have that too. Oh, boy. I guess what he says. When he sees What does he say? Hey, Luke! Hey, come here. I'll be right up there with you. And if I got stories to tell you. You sure you can handle this shit, sir? Luke is the best bush pilot in the outer rim territories. You'll do all right. Thanks, sir. I'll try. I gotta get aboard. We'll hear all your stories when we get back, all right? Right. Hey, Biggs. I told you I'd make it someday. We will be like old times, Luke. They'll never stop us. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When that guy bush pilot. Yeah, can, can you fly this thing? Biggs goes, yeah, he's a good pilot. Okay, go home and have fun. <laughs> The second big says we got all kinds of stories to share when we get back, you know that fucker's dead. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you, this girl's tits so huge. I'll tell you about it when I get home. It wasn't that, trust me. I'll give you her number. Was a guy. Huge tits. Huge tits. I'm a, I'm assuming what the fuck Tim was? <laughs> she had six. We're still talking about huge tits as his as his canopy was coming down on the end of his next wave. I gotcha. That's actually really funny now that a visual. <laughs> That's what Luke was all worried about. Like, hey, man, I want to hear about these these huge knockers. <laughs> I think to answer your question, it has probably is probably what Matt said. They were so strapped that they were taking anybody. It was like right. beggars can't be cho- choosers. So, can you fly this thing? Yeah, he he walks past one. Go and have fun. Can you I'm- get it out of this hangar and not crash into our other ships? That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go last, just to make certain. <laughs> A lot of room in there, then, yeah. That's what I always kind of took it at. So, but he said, "Bags, you'd love it." Then they kissed. No, oh. I do think that that was great. Ugh. That when they put the special edition out in '97, in that they added that scene because that scene was not in the original theatrical release. Right. Neither um, was the Jabba the Hutt scene. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yes, but this one, this one, I thought worked really well because it. If if you if you were just a kid going into that movie completely cold, and let's say back in nineteen seventy seven, you hadn't got the storybook, you didn't see the two pictures of Biggs in there, and then you see this this fight, and all these guys are dying, 
But then when Biggs dies, all of a sudden Luke stops for two seconds and has a reflection and they play the sad music. You're wondering what the hell is up with that? Yeah. With mustachio. <laughs> and by the, by them putting this scene in there, it gave it gave it instantly gave you an entire backstory for these two characters. Yeah, it's thumbs up. It's it is I totally agree with that. Because their friendship makes like those guys are up there, and when you're first watching Star Wars, there's you don't know who any of them are. I mean, even like we love Wedge. Nobody knew who Wedge was. Right, right. Yep. There was there was you know a plain looking guy. There was a fat guy with a beard. There was a guy with a mustache. It was like that's all you knew them as. Right. And having that in there makes you care about at least one of them. Like you got to care about these characters. Like everybody cared about Luke. As these other guys were dying in 1977, people were like, who cares? It's not Luke. (laughs) I got Porkins died. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Biggs, of course, was Red 3, and he was assigned. His his job was actually to assign cover, and that's what his job was in, in the battle. Luke saves his life in the battle. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. You just say yes. I, do. you know I don't know. <laughs> I no, big, saves, big saves Luke's life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's the there's the scene where like Luke gets like fried and like Biggs is like. Bah, 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 bah. What? <laughs> I don't know what he says. That's, it's been a long That's a wrong movie. But it does say that he destroyed several TIE fighters in the fight. We don't see that necessarily. Did he do, all, did he do five? I don't know. The third did he dedicate was... the third one to <laughs> Pork Kent or somebody? Uh, what was his name? Crusty Redhole? I don't remember. <laughs> Crusty Redhole. Well, that guy was dead, so it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> he dedicated it to Crusty Redhole. But Biggs and Luke and Wedge, their job was to provide cover for the gold squadron's attack run on the Death Star. So when everybody ends up getting picked off, we see in the movie, <laughs> it ends up with Luke, Biggs, and Wedge. Right. Okay. So he kind of puts himself in the way. We see this in the movie. He ends up dying. And in in the backstory here, it says, Skywalker chokes back remorse. <laughs> and going back to the the Star Wars storybook I'm holding in my hand. Yeah. And I will read the passage. Oh boy. They defy it again. This time he struck Biggs. The plane burst into a million glowing splinters. Luke choked back tears. He said softly, "We're a couple of shooting stars, Biggs. <laughs> we'll never be stopped." <laughs> End scene. <laughs> That's from the children's storybook people. Uh. Pulitzer material. Tears to my eye. That was well performed. That was good. You know, just put a little British accent on it. Or I could do it Southern. <laughs> no. <laughs> you are a shooting star, no matter who you are. <laughs> well, Biggs will go down in history then as one of the heroes of Yavin. Literally. What does that mean? He went down. He died. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> Not sure why that was a question, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was an innuendo. No, no. Inuen. Innuendo. Things were named after him. Uh, monuments erected. What? There you mm-hmm. go. Biggs. A starfighter based on Coruscant was named after him. It was called Biggs Field. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
That's what Luke. You can come up with a better name. That sounds like a name from the freaking Boss Nass episode. (laughs) (laughs) Big open space, nasty free base, big. And Luke would go on to say that he would always have bigs with him, for he could still feel them heal him through the force. You know what that Uh, means? What does that mean? Say it again, but but slower. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. And like I said, like Porkins, he would be known as a, a an official member of Rose Squadron, even though he had passed away. But it was because of those guys paving the way for them that they they thought of him as an original member. You will be avenged, Piggy. Piggy. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, so Biggs had superior skill. He was not arrogant. He pushed other people to their best. He had natural good looks. He did. Oh, he yeah. Was, mm-hmm. Doesn't want to attract Shaggy black hair and mustache. And in the Imperial Academy, he was forced to shave his hair and face. Oh, some but so maybe show him with a mustache in all those pictures. Well, maybe that lends to the Uh when he had the mustache when he saw Luke, he wasn't in the Imperial Academy anymore. Uh, So he was a rebel already with his rebellious mustache. (laughs) That's right. Even Don Manningly didn't have to shave his mustache. (laughs) He had to shave his sideburns. Shave those sideburns, Manningly. Don Manningly comes up on like every other episode now. (laughs) I know. I'm like having a deja vu. I just edited that episode. (laughs) Tim said the same thing there, too. Like, shit, is that file playing? Stop. What's going on? Donnie B. (laughs) And because Biggs had this, he had a signature move. And I don't know if you see him do this in the movie. Was he it was a Street Fighter. <laughs> when he it was the yawn grab tit. <laughs> that was his move. That was that's what he called Biggs. Hayuka, Hayuka. <laughs> his move was in a battle. He would spin his X-wing in a circle, firing all four cannons at once. And he would be able to destroy multiple targets. He was just going crazy, just flying crazy. Right? <laughs> that's that's called. That, I think that's called the spazzo. <laughs> that was called a dark lighter spin. Clever name. <laughs> More like a seizure in flight, but oh. hey, what? Um, behind potato, the, potato. We call that the unhappy carousel. <laughs> Biggs was played by Garrick Hagen. Now, yeah. I know at least three of the four of us have met him. Matt, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So the the other three of us have met him. You guys have any stories about meeting Biggs? I think he had no stash when we saw him. No? Yeah, yeah, he was stashless. He was. He didn't try um, to do a comb up to cover that bald head I've seen pictures online looking for a site for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he uh he was one of our one of the early one. autographs i think I, I i think we got him i would say within the first two years of our collecting on our poster yeah uh what do you wait on I, I honestly don't remember <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was I, don't, I honestly don't remember where we where we met him uh it might have been at like chiller theater over there in, in jersey across the, the the river from new york um, I, I don't. I don't really have much of a memory uh, no, of, of our. I haven't seen him doing shows lately either. And in, in it's been a long time since I think I saw Gary you know, out there. Wasn't he at Celebration Six? Yeah, I thought he was there. Was he? Maybe yeah. I Maybe I didn't recognize him, but I already had him. Yeah, I think I'm <laughs> I know pretty I, sure he was, I saw him. 
actually. I didn't meet him. He was, I think he was actually in my way trying to get to our show. <laughs> like, buddy, you got to get out of the way. Oh, man. Some enter- entertainers I- coming through here. Look out. Oh. <laughs> I, I know Chris and I have got have have got him twice because he was – we also collect James Bond autographs, and he's been in a couple uh, James Bond films. But um, Crossover? Yeah, he, he, he doesn't stand out as anybody that was – overly nice or are overly dicky uh he was just sort of five out of ten <laughs> i remember being excited to meet him just because he was a major person to us at least in the, yeah. the original movie right he was yeah he was nice i mean sometimes you guys meet these guys and they're and they're a-holes and he was not no no he was just sort of in between I, and i actually remember the first time we met him I do remember this. He had a little picture out there of him in Batman. And I was like, oh, my God, he was in Batman. I like I had no idea he was in Batman. What, the 89 the Batman? Like, yeah. Get yeah. the fuck out, really? Who was he in that? At the beginning of Batman, when when the, the family and the kid is, has the map out, and he's like, put the map away. We'll look like tourists. And he's like, Dad, I think we need to go over here. He's, he's a little kid? Dad. <laughs> no, he's the dad that gets hit on the head and oh, then no the shit. wife starts. Yeah, I see a picture of it yeah. online. No kidding. I, you know, it's funny. I just watched that for another one of our podcasts called The Grady's and no idea that was him while I was watching it. He's in, he's in two out of the three most important movies of my life. That would have made watching Batman far more fun. <laughs> 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 but Garrett Hagan, I, uh, he was also in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh boy, the the 2005 edition. Oh good. As a reporter, I'm trying to see if I can recognize him from any other other films. Uh, not so much. Tourist Dad. That's his. That's how he's credited to Batman. Tourist Dad. Uh, that's about it. Hmm. And what he's a man. Hell is this? I'm looking at images of him on Google, and there's like this image of him looking like. Uh, Adam Ant. <laughs> like this face makeup paint. What the hell is this? Oh, it's Doctor Who. He was in Doctor Who. Hmm. Okay. The, he was in one of the recent ones, wasn't he? No, this is not a recent picture. He, he, was, he was in a 2012 Doctor Who. He played Abraham. I, 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 I don't watch Doctor Who. The new Doctor Who. I'm not caught up on it, so I can't I can't comment on that on that character. I never watched it in my life. Is he an American though? No, he was born in in London. Okay, because he um, he has like an American accent in the movies. He's he's been in a lot of he he really does have a really great body of work. Um, I mean, he, he's constantly working, and he has been in a bunch of big movies, but always in relatively small roles. I think Biggs is probably his most recognizable role, and for me, Batman now. <laughs> now. Yeah. I like how you say it's his most recognizable role now. Wait, now. what? <laughs> well, I I just remember being excited and and because he was like a a, a major character. It, they the one of the interesting things about his backstory, as far as the early scripts, is that they had ideas for his character that were all over the place before they settled on him being his best friend. The first one was that he was going to be Princess Leia's brother. Which yeah. proves they had no idea what was going on with Back this. Back then, no. I thought Luke was the brother. Yeah. Then he was going to be Luke's younger brother. What? How? 
they, this this was ideas for for what they were where they were going to go with the story. Well, this and was then, obviously before casting because there's no way, right? And then he was going to be the brother of Wendy. Sure, who cares? I, I can see that. And then they just made him Luke's best friend. Oh, that's probably the best way to go. There's a big age discrepancy with him. Um, he he's about 24. The way people think of him now, it's it's pretty much the accepted age. And there's a book, X, X-Wing Rogue Squadron, where they have him, his cousin, Gavin Darklighter. Do you remember this at all, Matt? No, it's not ringing a bell. Sorry. Yeah, I don't have okay. any info on that off the top of my head. And because of whatever this Gavin says, they say that he's only eight years younger than Biggs, which would make him have a birthday of 18, which would make him a year younger than Luke Skywalker. So... They have no idea in different <laughs> versions. Sounds like it. How old he is, and it seems like at the beginning they had no idea what they wanted to do with his character. It seemed like it was going to be a bigger character than it was. And at the timing of filming, he was thirty-six approximately. <laughs> well, he couldn't have put off the eighteen then. No, it's like nine hundred two one zero on Tatooine. Yeah, <laughs> there are. I mean, I talked about some of the other discrepancies about about him whether or not he was in the rebellion when he was with Luke or not these these deleted scene which had never been used in the movie creates a lot of problems so whether you like it or not because of the acting and stuff it's probably good that they just got rid of it because it's it's just creating like a a storm of crap involving this guy it'll it'll be interesting to see uh, you know how they how he was his storyline or, or his, his actual purpose was different, different drafts of the script. They're read. They're putting out a, a comic adaptation of the first draft of star Wars. I was going to bring her, bring that up when he was going through the different versions. I'm actually looking forward to that. That should be interesting. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see which version of him we see in this comic book adaptation of the first draft of the star Wars script. Hmm. Which will probably be out late, either later this year or early in 2014. Actually, while you're here at uh, this particular convention, take a look at one of the wonderful vendors that helped make this show possible and buy a copy. Yeah. yeah. You like how I stretch it out for the whole year? <laughs> <laughs> at, at this convention? Exactly. Right? Yep. Or ask around and look forward to it coming out in days, weeks, or months. <laughs> Please visit one of these wonderful vendors at Wizard World Philadelphia and find a copy for yourself. <laughs> that's good as far as action figures there is there is an action figure that they've come out late, lately with but there's a there's a cool one that I've never seen and it comes from a comic which was just called Dark Lighter and it went into his backstory uh, being a, a part of the Imperial Academy and there's a Biggs in TIE Fighter pilot gear oh yeah I've seen that that is pretty cool and because they they don't you know they wanted to show his face the the helmet on the figure has a clear face plate and it, it's I saw that picture of it yeah I would I would really love to not only see this but actually own it um, is it is it uh, come with like one of those my, comic two packs made my Christmas shopping so much easier Dave thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and then I mean there was there was no original Bigs action figure in the Kenner line how many people I I know I did how many people took an extra Luke. And drew a mustache on him. <laughs> I mean, did you guys do that? Or was I did not. Me? That's a good idea. No, no, we we use the 
A-wing pilot and just called that wedge. <laughs> Is that what you did? Yeah, we never had a. I never had a Biggs, but we just uh, the A-wing pilot was wedge. McMone, damn wedge, Biggs <laughs> and wedge. <laughs> I forgot who you're talking about for a second, didn't you? That's right. They're all starting to sound the same after a while. How many episodes have we done? Like ninety. About that, yeah. Dark light <laughs> Tillykins. <laughs> <laughs> But there is a lot. I mean, there's even more information that I went into. And usually our episodes are a little more comedy centric than this one. Right. But when they do a good job with the backstory, like they did for this guy, they become a little more serious. I mean, you guys put some good humor in there, but I got a lot of great information and I didn't even give it all. It's it's hard to joke around such a cool character. I, I know when we did Wedge, it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where, you're right. Where we were just sort of sitting back and enjoying the the story as it was unfolding, and we weren't joking around about it too much either. Yeah. We did the same thing with our Django Fett CD. That was actually pretty good, and we handed out like five hundred at the convention and went, "Well, there's five hundred people that have no idea what the show's really about." <laughs> I, told, I told Dave and earlier that I was going to wait. I was going to read all the information. I wanted to sit here and soak it in while while what Dave told us. And 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 I didn't even give you everything. So because some of that stuff. There's a lot of intrigue. There's a, there's a lot of stuff with this Ravoche Tarkin. She was like a sleeper agent. And salt. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like all kinds of stuff going on with her. So I don't want to get into too much detail with that stuff. But fans of the EU would know that story better than I think we would. I mean, I'm I, if you concentrate like I like to on the movies, there isn't really that much there. <laughs> no. But this guy, because like wedge people latch on to these cool characters they did a good job of going back through this so uh yeah not not the most humorous of episodes but i i i gave you part of the backstory which was great and, and even what i didn't give you is great as well so if you want to go and listen to our shows on itunes the funniest episodes are usually characters that we don't give a shit about right yeah, <laughs> pretty much when we like the character like tim said like this and that's that's probably every other one because they're prequels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May I recommend Coleman Trabor? <laughs> yeah, Coleman's a good one. It is. That's a good recent one. What was the lady's name the, in the street with the? Oh Muslim? God, uh, Jira. Jira. Uh, the people we hate. Oh. <laughs> the people we hate, we rag on and and make jokes on. We have we have respect for Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> So Jira, no respect. No, no, no respect, respect for her. No respect for Sandy, you know. Sandy what? What? Meow. <laughs> Sandy Meow. Jawas. We had respect for Jawas, but that was a pretty fucking funny episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, a lot of good information. Biggs, very cool. And that's all I got. I love it's you. not all I got, but that's all I'm giving. <laughs> that's all I'm giving you. It's only an eighty minute C D, Dave. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got a website for this cool character? Fuck yeah, I do, and it's called fuckyeahbigsdarklighter.tumblr.com. What? Yep. <laughs> that's its name. That's actually, I have two of them. I have one that's simply called bigsdarklighter.com, but I was like, there's no way Dave's not going to find this in his research. So as a backup, I had fuckyeahbigsdarklighter.tumblr.com, but now you get two sites because apparently Dave didn't find that first one. I did not. And they're both websites totally dedicated to. Jack Pork, I mean, Big Star Glitter. <laughs> I mean, Wedge, I mean, Wedge, uh, Red, Red, what? <laughs> well, we, we do um something also during the, the, the podcast, Dave. One of, mm. one of my favorite moments. And what's that? It is Star Wars trivia. 
It is, and we've done Yay, trivia. We've done different formats of this over the well, the years, I guess, at this point, or at least the year. How long is it? How long have we been doing this damn show? Ah, shit, feels like two half my years, fucking almost. life. Almost two years, Tim. <laughs> over two years. We're when this is start to get handed out at the conventions. We'll be doing this for two and a half years oh, or more. Okay. All right, well, we've done different things. We've done yeah. different versions of trivia. So if you go back and listen to us on iTunes, there's all kinds of different styles of trivia going on. The one that we're currently doing now is sound effects. My favorite were the first two versions. It's actually the um, sounds of Star Wars. The sounds of Star Wars. Do you want to sounds. sing it or no? No, I don't want to sing it. Okay. And I don't want you to either. I won't sing it. I'm not singing it. <laughs> Sign it. That's it. Sign language. <laughs> Normally, what we would do is we have a running tally of points, and whoever wins at the end, the other three panelists have to buy that person something, something Star Wars related. Yes, usually something jokey Star Wars related. I've got some of the. I've now got the coolest action figure collection thanks to winning. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I've got Zutton and Zutton. Mace Windu and Yarnel the Gargan. <laughs> Sweet is the best. Is she is she still in the package? Oh yeah, is she she on your package? Uh, I have to say, <laughs> dust her off and put her back every night when I'm done with her. <laughs> so normally we bet and there's a running tally, but we're just gonna go straight through four sounds. I five. Guess here. Oh, five. Yeah, <laughs> five. So what number is uh, is Tim dealing with here, Matt? He is dealing with two ten. All right. So it's a book that Chris has. The movies are all represented. And he gets a random number. He will find the random number. He will play the sound effect for Tim, and Tim must get it right. If we were keeping score, he would be betting points. But since this is a special episode, we're not going to do that. So play along with us as you listen. And here we go, Tim. You got number 210, which is from Attack of the Clones. Yes. Uh, my least favorite. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here you go. Ugh. Wow, that sounds yeah, like his real question. That's all. That sounds. Wow. It's just sort of. It, it, it... Was it going like in and out, or was it, like several different no, that's, sounds? That's no, that's the same sound as I guess it was going in and out a little bit. It sounded like the um, space battle, but without any any uh, gunfights. With it, it sounded more like uh, Obi Wan's spaceship. You are incorrect. Oh, it was the heat sinking missile. Following Obi Wan, that Django fired at it. Oh wow! I, well, I, I, had, to... I had a guess that was way off too. I thought it was Count Dooku's little ridiculously looking speeder bike thing with the little robot that he waved yeah. off. Hmm. Waved, yeah. Well, yep. I had uh, I had the scene correct, but no points. So he loses points now, right? On, on the real, real that's trivia? right. Oh. He's down to seven. <laughs> he does not. All right, what's what's Dave's one oh six? I'll go next. 106. 106. Okay. That's a early number, sort of. Could be an original trilogy. That's uh, Empire, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there. What's that pages here? No. Oh, what? Oh, what? Not. 
105, 106. All right, I'm ready for my quiz. Is this Empire? Yes. Tim was right. There you go. No points. <laughs> Ooh. Good this sound. This one I know, yeah. Yeah, I think I know that one too. Um, that to me sounds like the when the evacuation of Hoth is going on and the transports are are away. <laughs> the, yeah, that's Mark Hamill, right, Tim? <laughs> yep. The transport is away. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like the ion cannon sh- uh, with cover fire for the rebel transports. Dave? Yes. It says here, and I quote, ion cannon. Woohoo! <laughs> ion cannon. That's the ion cannon fire in space. That's not even it shooting. In space. Right. That's, yeah. that's how much it's worth listening to every detail of the original trilogy <laughs> and not the fucking prequels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Matt's turn. What's Matt's All number? Right, it is 153. 153. So, Matt, you said you liked the other trivia better than this one. I said the first two because I won the first two. It was a joke. <laughs> 153. Here we go. Oh, it's uh, it's from Jedi. That very last sound, I think. Gave it away for yeah, you? Yeah, I think it gave it away. I think it's the speeder bikes in the forest. This says it is the speeder bike startup. Uh, startup? Uh, it doesn't take that long to start. My car takes that long <laughs> to start up, but not a speeder bike. <laughs> I know. God damn. How long does it take to start that thing up? Nicely done. Thank Nicely you. done. Yeah. All right. What is Chris's number? Oh, yeah, Tim's doing and Tim will take over. It is... Come on. 134. Oh, 134. Bad 410. They're all around the same area there. Ooh. I'm still looking over all my big stuff. I got, I got more stuff. Oh, what are you, doing? you are in Return of the Jedi. Okay. All right, 134. Uh, I, <laughs> I thought that was a sound bite. Han, ah. Uh. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. One thirty-four. That is Honey Boo Boo's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't know that. Me, what that means. <laughs> I shouldn't. Why can't I get that that kind of, of real trivia during the real contest? It's Jabba the Hutt's dialogue speaking. Jabba the Hutt, yes. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt, yeah. You know, I'm reading here, and it says that that uh, you know the, the mother the provided of, a voice. Oh, like, <laughs> the voice of Jabba the Hutt was was done by Larry Ward, but the burp, Jabba's belch was done by uh, a sound engineer by the name of Howie Hammerman, who uh, also had his belches. 
featured in the movie Alien. So this guy's notorious for his belching. Alien, he burps an alien. You gotta watch it. I, I, I spent a lot of time studying Alien. I don't I don't remember the, the alien burps. We were just talking about those belches on Indiana Jones and characters. Yes, yeah, we were. The the guy that's eating the at the dinner with the with all the gross food and he belches. We yeah. said that that is a Star Wars burp that that yeah. guy belts out. That might be that might be Howie Hammerman. All right, look that up. Good. Howie Hammerman in character. Howie Hammerman <laughs> character. <laughs> so who? Uh, we all got it right except Tim. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love this trivia. <laughs> this is the best trivia ever. Well, I guess um, thank you very much for picking up this exclusive convention CD fe- featuring Big's Dark Lighter. Hope you enjoyed it and download our best episodes on iTunes. Look for us, Facebook. Yep. Website, swic.newsaz.com. Search for us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Twitter. Love us in person. Love is first. <laughs> when you see us, give us give us a hug. If you're a female. <laughs> give me don't give me a bigs. <laughs> I don't know bigs. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the Neozaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars In Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars In Character episodes and information.